What's up, Joes? Welcome to another episode of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan and Ryan Dempsey back with you. How's it going, Ryan? Oh, it's going beautiful. I am standing upright, <laughs> and that's all I can ask for because I had a pretty crappy uh, little end of the weekend there. <laughs> yeah, you did, man. Yeah, you did. You definitely had a, a crappy end to the weekend. Yeah, I mean... I don't know if it's ever been mentioned, but I got a lot of back issues. and No, I don't and, uh, Don't think we've talked about yours. We've talked about mine plenty. Yeah. I mentioned it. I think it was uh, back. Actually, it was one of the things I got, kind of got pissed off at Dave about. I never really mentioned it, but back in February when I threw my back out and I took a week off because I couldn't stand. Yeah. And he was like, well, I have a sore back. I'm taking painkillers. I'm like, well, I'm not taking painkillers because I can't. Yeah, we did <laughs> and, give you uh, a little bit of shit about that. Yeah, because I don't take painkillers. I take if, if I take a muscle relaxant, it means I'm in severe pain, and that's what happened to me on Sunday. Like, I fell asleep watching the Broncos Chargers game last Monday on the couch, and I woke up and my back was so stiff, and I tried to fight through it. And Sunday morning, getting ready for work, I went to go put a dish away, and I ended up on the kitchen floor for about ten minutes. Ow! And then. My wife had actually, like, so I wasn't supposed to work, and I was covering a shift that I didn't want to, and I felt that if I called in at, like, the last minute's notice, it was going to look really shady, so I had to get to work to show them how much pain and how messed up my back was. So my wife had to dress me, basically put me into the car <laughs> looking like my, my, la- my legs were stiff in the car. I couldn't bend my knees. Poor I Frankenstein walked into, the, into my job where the manager... Just do this thing. How you doing? I can't walk. I'm in a lot of pain. I saw on the floor tears in my eyes because if I bent my knee, my back would seize up in a way I've never felt before. <laughs> it took me 15 minutes to put two shoes on, and that's not even tying the laces. Oh, and, man. It took, and it took a chiropractor who, I mean, like the odds of this, like, I don't even know. I've, I don't think I've never seen this guy in the cafe in my life. A chiropractor there checked me out and said, I wouldn't be here if I was you. You got to go home. You got to get checked out. So uh, I spent the better part of the last 48 hours on my back and side because even though they told me to walk, trying to stand up made me almost go blind. The pain was so intense. I've never felt anything like this. Like, Damn. I, when I see... like. I always kind of been like, oh, you know, this guy has back spasms. He can't play in, in the rest of this game. Or, you know, a, a fighter. Oh, I, you know, I had some spasms in my back. So I was, I was like, oh, come on, that's weak. I've had them too. I get it now. Right. The spasms that I've had the last two days were like nothing I've ever experienced. I didn't know it could get that bad. Oh, like, yeah. Like blinding. Like unbelievable pain. Like fuck i'm just happy that i can stand up and walk around right now but i'm glad you can stand up and walk around too (sighs) i was like oh no my co-host is going down yeah definitely got to start doing some stretches and you know yeah bro maybe i'm starting incorporating some yoga into my daily routine or something anything just to stretch my body and i fucking say it all the time to people man stretching is the only thing that has kept my ass out of fucking surgery Cause like I've been, 
I mean, I, I used to get the injections. I haven't had an injection in over a year because I, uh, because of my shit insurance at my old job, <clears throat> had a pretty substantial medical bill with them that I was in the midst of paying off and then fell into collections because I couldn't pay it off. And uh, <clears throat> so I've been, I've been catching back up for the last, I don't know, six, eight months trying to, or a little bit more probably since before I started working at this job trying to get my bill settled out so that I could start going back. But I, I also still owed money from the fucking $1,800 MRI that I had to get to find out that I had herniated discs. That was fun. Well, that was my thing too, was, uh, this chiropractor guy, he's touching my back and he says, okay, do this, do this, do this. He says, from what I can tell, he goes, you have a disc that's pissed off. And my first thought is this that like, don't tell me I need surgery because I cannot do surgery. And I, just like all these thoughts are flowing through my head. And he goes, doesn't mean it's herniated. Doesn't mean it's broken or crushed or at a place. It just means that it's irritating the muscles. I'm like, all right, that I can handle. Yeah. Right. But I mean, just hearing the word, hearing the word disc, yeah. it just, it brings so many thoughts to your head. And it's like, I mean, <clears throat> I, I was just saying to you there a couple minutes ago before we hit record, you know, I want to be able to play with my kids as long as I can. I want to be able to pick them up. And, you know, Carla, the other day, like, I'm in bed, and she wanted to give me a kiss, and she jumps on the bed, and my back turned the wrong way. And I swear I probably screamed like Nicole when she saw OJ back in 94. Like, <laughs> Oh, my was, God, Ryan. Like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, no. When I, when I stopped screaming, I swear to God, my first thought was, the neighbors are calling the because I had the window open. I'm like, there's no way someone's not calling the cops right now because I was screaming so loud. Right, but and then, god damn, that reference uh, is fucked. Well, I mean, it's been, it's been 23 years. Everyone knows he did it. He's been in jail. It's all good. He hasn't been in jail for murder. He was in jail for trying to kidnap somebody that owed him money. He never... <laughs> he got off on the fucking murder charge. He just had to pay for the civil suit. Yeah. Which he won't ever have to be playing, but... Regardless, like the scream that I made, I swear to God, it made when I stopped. I was like, "Okay, any second now, there's gonna be a doorbell ringing or a knock at the door. Like I'm gonna hear some sirens. Like I don't think I've ever screamed as loud as I've ever screamed. Like it was the most intense pain I've ever felt in my life." <laughs> I'm glad you're better, man. Uh, you texted oh. me Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon or whatever it was when you got back home. And you were like, yeah, yeah. I, I just let. Like, yeah, I think we were we were talking about something brief. I had to let you know. I'm like, I might be dead. <laughs> I may, I might be in a wheelchair in two days' time. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, that's the last thing I need. But I mean, you those dead. stretches that you sent me though were fucking a guy. I did the, I broke them out today finally, and like I said to you, like the top of my back was starting to feel a lot better. But those stretches really helped alleviate a lot of the pain in my lower back and. Good, man. I'm glad to hear that. I'm happy that I could help but, you out because, like I said, I'm definitely going to be breaking out uh, some yoga in the next couple of days or anything. Once I feel like I'm able like, still standing up, I get a little tight, but once I'm able to feel no pain, I'm going to definitely be doing something because I don't ever want to go through what I just went through and especially scare my daughter the way that just her running at me, like the look on her, like the, she had like the pure fear of death in her face when she jumped on that bed and i never want to see that in her face again yeah i'm sure that's quite a even more scary feeling than what you were going through 
well, that's my thing. Was like I'm like what well, the second I like I said like I stopped and I was like okay like, th that was a like that was not good to scream that loud, but I like it just happened like it was like just a natural reaction. But my like I was like I gotta calm her down. Like I gotta try and like she's screaming in the living room. Like I gotta try and get her back into the bedroom and like calm her down and just let her know it's okay. We're gonna be fine. But like oh. God, you don't know how bad something can feel until it actually happens. Right. But. Ugh. Yeah, man, I, I, I completely understand. I completely understand. Like, I got a fucking four and a half hour car ride two, way, or two different ways coming up on Friday that I'm sort of dreading because I never know how my back's going to react to shit like that. Right. So... Eight, nine hours in a car, plus playing a show. I'm a little scared to see how I'm feeling on Saturday, but, you know, it is what it is. I will I, I will say the most amazing thing is, like, uh, when I finally was able to step out of bed to only minor pain, like, the Sunday, if I got out of bed, I had to, like, put all my body weight on Kara and stand on my tiptoes. And even still, it was then debatable if I was going to collapse or not. So when I was on my own and I was all alone and I had to stand up and I actually took a couple, like you don't realize like walking, how much it actually can help you. Like the pressure slowly starts to, to leave your, your body. Yeah. You're just small steps, like just walking. And like, I mean, I walked around the apartment for about a good three hours, and then I went out, uh, went out, and just walked up and down the stairs, just to like uh, change like some levels, you know, like going down the stairs, going up the stairs, going down, going up, and then walking around the apartment and doing it, just just to keep my body moving and like, it, like just walking and just standing, like sitting and standing still, still kind of uh, pisses my back off a bit right now, so uh, it, it, I fuck. Walking, it's a it's a beautiful little thing. I just realized the last couple of days. Yeah, that's uh that's another reason why I like <clears throat> I like to go for walks like I do because it kind of helps relieve some of the problems with my back. Right. Yeah. And plus, it gives my fat ass some exercise, but <laughs> <laughs> which also helps for my back because definitely all that extra weight. Oh, so it's a uh, it's Tuesday night. We're uh, we're recording. We finally are recording a uh, multiple episode. Well, I guess the after the bells, but you know we're it's finally doing bell. Well, we 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 didn't get to do an after the bell this week. We were supposed. I was supposed to, but we'll get to that in a second. You didn't get to see the card live because Canada because fucking send two yay four <laughs> stations. Of the same college football, and I'm not talking USC, Texas. I'm not talking, you know, like the Michigans, the Michigan States, the Alabama. I'm talking like SMU's playing on four different stations here in Canada. Oh, why? Fuck. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're looking back to the Eric Dickerson days of the 1980s, and we're really hoping that something's gonna pop up. But nah, no, nah, no, nah, nah. we got nothing. But GSN two got to carry the card, so congratulations to the people that are paying fifty bucks a month extra to watch one card every six months. Right. But 
my beloved Red Wings just tip or just had the puck drop on the season, so that's fucking awesome. Oh, I can't wait for that game against the Bruins. That uh, gotta hate seeing Little Caesars, but yeah, we call it Gordy Howe yeah. Arena around here. Oh, I'm, it, you know what? I'm probably gonna refer to it as JLA for there for a long time. I mean, coming, but I call it New JLA, but I I prefer Gordy Howe Arena. I'm done with that. That's what it should have been named. Definitely. Should have fucking been named after Gordy. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. They. They. they, I. I feel like, and it might seem a little macabre, but with the death of Mike Illich, I feel like his family could have put a little kibosh. I mean, it's not like Little Caesars is going to end because they own Little Caesars, right? So it's like they, they could have definitely went a different direction, but. It is what it is for now. I mean, places change their name all the time. So hopefully, hopefully. Next year, hopefully. hopefully we can get, hopefully we get like the house center or how, how arena, but yeah, I want Gordy Howe arena or Gordy's place. It's not like a tavern. No, 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 no. But Gordy's yeah, Canadian actually, <laughs> it is kind of Canadian sounding. Um, but yeah, so you didn't get to see the card. I had planned to do an after the bell with uh, Kyle and Zach, and uh, I was gonna. I, I, I had asked Raphael if he wanted to come on, but he wasn't watching the card. He was watching Canelo and Triple G, and right. uh, Blake was watching Canelo and Triple G. So I was gonna get Kyle and Zach on, but uh, it got into oh I don't know Lombard Smith. I kind of started feeling the uh, the sleeps coming on. I was watching the right. car by myself again. I didn't fucking did forgot to make a pot of coffee because I'm an idiot and uh, barely made it through Perry Reyes. And then like, I fell asleep before Branch and Rockhold started. Like they were getting ready to start, and I texted Kyle and I was like, "No, after the bell, I'm passing out." And yeah, I it's funny because I, I woke up on Sunday morning and I was gonna download the uh, the episode to listen to. Uh, at work when I was closing up on Sunday, I was like, "Oh, he didn't record it," and then that's when you know everything happened to me, and that's when you you would message me and be like, "Oh, so we didn't record." I was like, "Oh, that's okay." Like that's what the, the started our conversation was. Uh, I didn't realize because normally when you do the after the bell, it shows up relatively. If you don't if you don't do it the night of, you do it pretty much early the next day. So it kind of caught me off guard that it wasn't up right away when i woke up in the morning yeah i usually try to upload them all the, every episode as soon as we finish uh try to get it up there as quick as possible just because so i don't forget but and i had all intentions like we talked about it i talked about it with kyle that day i brought it up when i was on the fight companion like i had full intentions of doing it and it got into that main card and i was just like uh it got late as shit it was like twelve thirty or some shit before it was a weird from from what I've seen, it was a weird card. Like it just seemed to be later than it should have been. I I guess. Well, they paced it stupidly, man. Like they just they did all this time in between on bullshit, like they always do. Like there were some quick fights. Fucking keep it moving. This isn't a pay per view. Well, yeah, and that and that's what, yeah, that's the sorry. You're fine. That's the point I'm trying to make. Like. It just seemed like, from what I heard, people say, why did it go so late? And I was looking like, knockout, submission, knockout, knockout. Like, 
to have <clears throat> so many fights go to finish early on, it just seemed like there was no reason to have it end when it did. And that's why when uh, I was hearing like from people like you just saying like they just were dragging it on, they're making like these ads and these promos and this and that and the other thing, it just made no sense to me. I mean, personally, like I'm saying, I'm just speaking from hearsay. Right. But you're not you're not but, wrong. The hearsay isn't incorrect. It was like that. But that best it just makes no sense to me. I mean, almost in a way, I'm almost happy that I missed it in a way because if it's a free fight, awesome. But if I'm staying up till, you know, almost one o'clock in the morning to watch David Branch fight Lou Rockhold, I'm either like you said, I'm passing out and recording it, or I'm just gonna ignore it. Well, let's put it this way, okay? Here, here's a little idea of, of the pacing of the card. So, uh, the Ledette fight ended. Kyle called me. We talked all the way through the Usman fight because it ended quickly. And it was before the next fight was getting ready to start when we hung up the phone, when uh, Gillespie and Gonzalez were getting ready to fight. Right, okay. I looked at my phone, and we had been on the phone for 28 minutes. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. 28 yeah, minutes. Yeah, was, was that a second or first round for Usman? Usman was first. first yeah, yeah, first round. I'm, I'm just looking it up now. So it was 2.48 in the first round. So, yeah, so 28 minutes for walkouts and the fight. And then getting ready for the next fight. So yeah, that's that's pay per view worthy right there, dude. And that's a two, three. That's a six fight main card too. Yeah, and it just drug and, on. And so you're looking. Okay, so I'm just looking now. So yeah, you got six fights: decision, knockout, submission, TKO, KO, submission. So you had one decision, and you're dragging on from ten to twelve thirty. Before Rockhold even that was. That was like before yeah, I think they even Rockhold, started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean like that, and, and this goes to, and, and this has been my thing um, for some fight nights in the past too. When I started, they have five fights and it starts at ten o'clock. If I have to work the next morning at at four, I go to bed and skip skip the part of the card and record it. Right. And, and I just hit record on the fight, go to bed, wake up the next, or get back from work, go to watch them. And it cuts out as they're walking out, and I missed like even like it was it was the uh, the Gaslam Belfort was one of them. That happened where, to me before. And it was, like, I didn't I didn't realize that I had to record the fight card plus the hour after card in order to watch the main event. Dude, that happened to me with TJ and fuck Dominic. It was TJ and Dominic. Yeah. I lost was, like the one I, of the last rounds. Like I was trying to watch it the day, um, the day we were getting ready to record, and right. I didn't have it. And this was like back before. I think it was back before Dave was getting everything on the Plex. So like we had to scramble to try to find it so I could watch it to be able to break down the last fucking round. See, and it used to be, uh, at least on TSN, they used to just have like this two-hour chunk of the fight but they also included an hour and a half of post fight so it was actually instead of two hours and one hour so they just had like a three hour chunk mm -hmm. but but then they broke it up and they started doing uh pre-fights main card and post fights 
mm-hmm. and that started getting really fucky with with recording if you want if you were going to record the fights and all that kind of stuff because all of a sudden you didn't know when a like, should I record the post fight for the sake of maybe it goes late and then you record everything and you don't need to in the next fight you don't record it but you should have yeah like they, they don't lay it out and I don't know if it's UFC or if it's WM, uh, WME or what it is, but they need to start laying these cards out, especially the fight cards. They need to lay them out better, especially if it's a free fight night card on a Saturday night. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the fight didn't fucking end, so I, I went to bed. Oh, I fell asleep. I fell asleep in my chair. Like, I woke up when the fight was over. Fight had just ended, I think. I woke up and I just said, okay, here we go. Fucking went and climbed in bed, went to sleep. So you tapped out earlier than Branch? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Branch didn't tap out. He tapped out. Thought he got knocked out. He's the. Uh, oh, no, he, you're. He ex- fucking he explained you. why he. Sorry? Oh, no, I was just looking. The UFC's website is fucked up again. Yeah, he tapped out the strikes, and then there was the controversy of why didn't he just let the referee stop it or whatever. But that's the only reason. Like, that's the the first thing I saw on the Sunday morning. I thought you were talking about he got choked out. I was like, no, 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 no. Oh yeah, because I saw when I saw the uh, branch taps to Rockhold, so I hit the highlights before I saw the fight, and then I saw him. You know, he takes his back, he's rocking him. I'm like. Well, okay, where's the chokehold? Right. And the referee steps in. I'm like, he didn't tap out. He he was getting TKO'd. And then you see the hand tap. And, and then eventually I did see the whole fight. But I kind of find it refreshing to see uh, tap out the punches. Right. To yeah, you don't get it very often. I find, I, I find it, that especially with what we know with CTE and brain damage, I think it's braver for a guy to actually tap out to punches than it's for a guy to tap out to a submission. Submission, whatever, you go out cold, you, you pop back up. But if you don't tap out the punches, you could be looking at a bad referee eating six to eight to ten punches that are going to hurt you in the long run. Well, so to David Branch, I have no problem with him tapping out the punches. You you should def, you should define your your submission a little clearer because if it's like an arm bar or a knee bar or something like oh, that. Sorry. Oh sorry, oh sorry, oh sorry, right? Yeah, I knew okay. I knew what you meant, but yeah, just for the sake of I, things. I think I I should say you got choke hold if you're gonna go out, go out. Right. And, like, it, it, otherwise, if it's like a joint <laughs> a joint manipulation submission, definitely tap. And so, and and especially unless I mean, you're and, Nogueira. And this, this is oh fuck! Don't, I mean, or Horse Grace against Matt Hughes. Yeah, I mean, they like, know like the Brazilians are a different breed of animal. But or, I mean, like look, or uh, Henzo Gracie against uh, Sakuraba. Sakuraba, yeah. Um, but like, the Conor McGregor and uh, uh, Mayweather fight, when he's like, I wish he would have let me. I wish the ref let me floor him. No, like, like I don't want to see these guys with, with the knowledge that I know with brain damage that you see guys from my childhood watching them, how they speak and how they act now. I don't want to see guys take more punching than they need to. And I understand that it is a sport that revolves around punching someone in the head, but the less damage you have to take, 
I'm all for. Right. So I, I mean, I give David Branch like a big applause and a big thumbs up for, for tapping out the punches because he definitely would probably took a couple shots less than he would have taken. Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, good, good on him for taking the safer route. But overall, I was not as impressed as I expected to be with Branch. I was a little weary early on. Branch looked okay early on. And then the rock hole that we all know came out. God, the rock hole that we all hate. Was so, yeah, exactly. And, and like... Of course, the first thing that he does is call out GSP because he's afraid to call out Bisbing. Yeah, GSP, GSP shouldn't be fighting. What about Bisbing? You didn't mention that you didn't. You were afraid to say Bisbing's name because you knew what happened last time you tried to show up. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like he wants that fight, but oh, definitely he wants. I mean, I mean, we don't have to get into this now, but I don't know if you heard that. You know, Bisbing saying this is gonna be his last fight. Yeah, so with, I did. A Bisping, with a Bisbing win over GSP, we could be looking at Rockhold and uh, and Whitaker, and that means that in my eyes, Rockhold's not getting that title anytime soon. Oh, dude, I think Bobby Knuckles will put him out cold, which makes me kind of want. I never thought I want GSP to lose, except for that kind of scenario of uh, seeing Rockhold and Whitaker fight. We could see Rockhold and Weidman again. I heard that kicked around a little bit too. No, I'd like to see that because I want to see Weidman fight a Weidman fight and not take a dumb risk. Man. I'd be cool if they do like if they do like a good fight night card, uh, leading up to like you know like a week or two before a middleweight fight comes up. Like say GSP fights Whitaker, and then you have like a week before you have uh, Weidman and Rockhold, and it's that's number one for the for the middleweight title. I'm all in for that. Yeah, I'd take that too. I'd take that too. Well, you know, he's going to, I mean, if, if Bisping retires, then Bobby Knuckles is going to become the de facto champion. Oh, the UFC has done weird things before. <laughs> I, I suppose, but. I mean, if GSP wins the fight, then technically Bisping retires and we still have two champions somehow. Like, Well, yeah, but if GSP wins, then they're just going to do a title unification, oh, okay. just like they would yeah. do it if Bisping's going to stick around. He's got right. to fight, no, no. He's got but to fight I, Whitaker. But... but if Bisping wins, yeah, definitely, then we'll see uh, Bobby get just promoted straight up because I mean, there's no point to not to. No. Or Bisping could just be bullshitting to try to get more money. Possibly, Who but he did say he, he did say before the Henderson fight that his first loss would be his last fight as champion. So, yeah, that's true. I mean, Mike's not a young dude. He's been around for a long time. He's had a lot of yeah, fucking fought, fights. Like 38, 39, 39, I think. Eye. Yeah, thirty-nine. One eye. He's been around the bend a bunch of times. I mean, he's been in some wars. He's had some good fights. I mean. He shouldn't be champion, really. I mean, if you look at how he got there, I mean, I mean, I mean props. I mean, he made, he made me a fan of his. So, yeah, yeah. So we'll see how that all shakes out. I guess we in a few more months till Bisbing and GSP lock it up, 
in November. It does kind of go to show how good Rockhold looked when we just spent more time talking about other fighters and their fights coming up and potential fights that may not ever happen. Rockhold We're looked good. I'm not going to take that away from him. Oh, no. He I just looked, don't he like the guy. Good. He looked good, but, I mean, he also looked... I mean, I expected a little bit more of him. I think the fact that Branch not lit him up or made, he made Branch look like an all-star. Or, I mean... I mean Branch looked really good, and I didn't expect Branch to look the way he did until Rockhold kind of found got got comfortable. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, and and with all due respect, Rockhold was off for a year or June fourth. So I mean, you're looking fifteen, sixteen months of 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 inactivity plus a knee injury they had to recover from. So I mean, all things considered, I mean. I mean, props to Rockhold for getting back in there. And, and what could have been a sneaky fight where he could have lost, he won. Yeah. So. He looked good. I mean, I, David Branch, I expected him to be that way. I, I expected him to be a little better, I guess. I, I I picked him to win. But Rockhold looked like Rockhold. He didn't quite, you know, didn't look like the Rockhold of old yet i mean he's got to get some of that ring rust off i'm sure the little cage rust from being off for so long but yeah exactly his next fight will be a a, a true test to see what if he's going to be able to go back to being what he was or if this is what he is now yeah i think or he gets hurt again because he trains at aka and that's what they do yeah that's true yeah i mean it, it it definitely was a lot of ways. I'm kind of excited to see where it goes from here, for him. Like where the UFC, the UFC middle division is very wide open. Like there's a lot of fighters right there that are deserving a title shot or are a fight away from a title shot. So, but there's one giant roadblock right at the top. Yeah. Oh, I'm not even talking about the debacle with GSP and Bisbing. I'm talking about Bobby fucking Knuckles. No, that's what I'm saying. Like they got to get, they got to get through the. Uh, once they get through one title fight, they got to figure out they're gonna do because the how. However, the Bisbing GSP fight ends. If if uh, Whitaker's not ready, then the, what they're just gonna wait. They're gonna wait to unify the titles. Like or I mean, there's so many different things that can happen with having an interim and a undisputed champion at the same time ready to go or one's ready and one one is unable like well i mean you got to look at it like this dude either way if if gsp wins he's not going right back into camp not at his age and i don't see bisping going right back into camp either i mean neither one of those guys Unless, unless it's like a first round knockout, which it could possibly be because George is not used to fighting at 185 pounds against men who can hit the way that guys like he can, and Bisbing's got power. So did Johnny Hendricks. Johnny Hendricks at 170 pounds. Yeah, but I mean, you got to believe that he. Weighed in at 170, but fought at probably 185 to 190. Okay. And Michael Bisbee is going to weigh in at 185 pounds, and he is going to weigh... Right. 
where George is going to weigh like 180 pounds and maybe weigh 185 the day of the fight. I think GSP will probably weigh in at 185 and be closer to 190. Either way, he's still giving up a lot. I th- oh, de- he definitely will. But I mean, I think Hendricks, I don't know. I think Hendricks over, because Hendricks also had the ability to rehydrate with IVs and stuff like that. Where How many that. years ago was that fight? Uh, before years November. Okay, then. But you, Dude, you don't try to use a, a, a fight from four years ago when George hasn't fought in four years, and he's old, and he's moving up a weight class. Like, that's George still in peak form in his career. George is not in peak form anymore. How do we know? We haven't seen him, though. Dude, do you remember those fat GSP pictures that surfaced? Yeah. Okay. But, it was, but, was, but I mean, you look at his fights in the UFC, he always, he, and I, I don't want to go too much into this because I do want to kind of get into their fights, but, and this is something we're going to break down going forward. GSP always was, he always looked a little fatter in some ways at 170. He always did have a more of a protruding gut. At one seventy, not like that. Fifteen pounds is a lot, and if he's walking around to say one ninety five, dude, I'm just saying your boy's gonna get worked, worked, and then he's gonna get slept. And new, yeah, and new Robert Whitaker when GSP gets knocked out and Bisbing retires. How can and new when he's already the champion, Whitaker, though? He'd be in now. Whatever. What the fuck ever? He's the fucking... Humanoids, humanoids, listen to me. You stay with me, you listen to me, you go to the top. Yeah? Is (laughs) is that the truth? Because you ain't been picking him so great lately. Oh, yeah, I didn't have Rockhold. I'm just saying, your your boy is going to get Alex Reyes. How's that? How's that for a segue into the co-main event? There's no way GSP gets knocked out. He's too smart to get knocked out. Okay. If, if GSP loses, it'll be by decision. I think Bezbing's going to take his fucking head off. We shall see in due time. And he's going to fucking take it back to England and run the streets with it on a pole. I'm not, just don't, I, I can't trust Bisping. Okay. You know who else didn't trust Bisping? Luke Rockhold. Luke Rockhold didn't trust Bisping, and then he woke up. Well, he actually never went to sleep. He was just getting pummeled. It's going to be kind of similar. <laughs> I mean, I can sit here all day and tell you how your boy's gonna get knocked out. That's fine. We can we can we can change this to the GSP getting knocked the fuck out episode. Hey, we have that coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're gonna talk in depth about that. I can already smell the fight coming. (laughs) 
Anyway, Mike Perry knocked out Alex Raz exactly like he should have. Raz taking the fight on three days' notice. Is it? some vicious knees in the clinch. Yeah, Perry is a nasty animal, man. It's weird because when you see him strike, you like you're like, okay, he's a good striker, but what else? And then all of a sudden, he can show you that what else factor that he has. Right. I, I mean, uh, I'm familiar with three of his fights, so I got uh, two wins and a loss. I don't can't really recall if he's been to the ground or not, but I'm interested in seeing a fight with him with a jiu-jitsu or a wrestler to see what he can pull out because his striking just seems to be on point at all times. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's been to the ground or not. I can't remember either. No, I can't. I, I, I definitely has the, I know three of his fights. He might have, I think, four or five in UFC. I know he has two knockout wins and a knockout loss. Or no, decision loss. To decision loss. I was going to say he lost to by decision to Joe Ban. Yeah, I think he has at least two knockouts, maybe three knockout wins. But, um, yeah, like... I'm kind of interested to see. If yeah, they... Joe Ban took him down twice. Okay, so I mean, I don't know what's going to happen now with the with Thiago Alves, but I kind of want to see now if they can somehow rebook that Alves Perry fight. Didn't Joe Ban just wrestle fuck him? Yeah, I think that's I think how that's he. Right. I think that's how he got to the decision. Was he wrestle fucked him? I uh, honestly I don't remember the fight. But I do kind of remember the fight getting like uh, a boring grade from a lot of uh, a lot of people. Yeah, and I remember I Perry being surprised. pissed off. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, you know, Mike Perry did exactly what he should have done against a guy coming in on three days' notice. Yeah, good on him. Who did he call out? Wasn't it Lawler? I didn't hear any. I just kind of saw the fights. I didn't see any of the uh, the interviews or anything like that. Really, that's where I was kind of starting to go out. So I don't really remember exactly. But I just I thought he called oh, okay. out Lawler. I thought he called out Robbie Lawler. I know that. Uh, all I know for sure is that Alves called him out and said that he still wants to do the fight if they can make it happen. So yeah, I would. Uh, I would still like to see that fight. I think that would be a fun fight. I th- I think he could knock out Tiago. I mean that, that would be, yeah. I, I mean that'd be a, that'd be a good kind of fight to kind of get Perry onto a pay per view at an opening slot against a guy who people know. Right. Joe Ben's a guy. Joe Ben's a guy uh, that a lot of people might know, and Lim was a kind of a guy that some people knew, but a lot of people know Alves. And on the on the right pay per view, on the opening slot. Could really could put a lot of eyes on Perry going forward because I think against Alves it would it would just be ugly for Alves based on his last uh, couple of uh, performances. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, next fight, Anthony Smith picked up the KO win over Hector Lombard. Uh, took Smith a little while to wake up. He was uh he's getting beaten up on by Hector early. Yeah, he uh, ate some leg kicks early on there. Yeah, that leg was. You know, it was kind of um. What was that fight? There was that fight recent. Oh um. Oh, the last pay per view. Go. Um, yeah, Gil Melendez. That's my my first thought when I watched the fight was like, like, is it going to be one of these kind of fights where they're just like, 
let the guy just eat these and eat these and eat these, but then, Jesus Christ, all of a sudden, Lombard, next thing you know, that's it. Yeah. Just, Lombard, Lombard's just doing his thing, doing his thing, and I don't know if he just kind of got comfortable and just, I don't know what it was, but just to see him kind of go from uh, controlling the fight to being out of it all was kind of alarming. Like, I mean, I mean, that kind of goes back to the uh, Henderson fight back at 199. Right. Like, where he was just, like, doing everything, doing everything, and then all of a sudden, caught, and that's it, it's over. Yeah, I got a little concerned for Smith going into that third round because he was just fighting with so much emotion and anger. I'm like, dude, you're going to... You're going to kill yourself, and Hector's going to catch you because you're just fighting stupid and angry and screaming at him and shit. But he did what he yeah. had to do and got that knockout. And like, hey, if that's it's how you got to fight. There's a big difference between yelling at someone and talking trash. Like, when you see a guy talking trash, you're usually in control. But when you see a guy screaming at another guy who and he's not in control of the fight, it's, a lot, it's, it's much more alarming as you can tell his position at the time. Yeah, uh, I, it was just, it was crazy. But I think this was the, the fight that basically sends Lombard to Bellator. I, I just don't see no. what you have to do with him. Like, I just don't know. Like, I don't, I mean, we I, talked about it. I was just going to the... say, we went over that in the, in the, I mean, he's four straight losses and a no contest. He hasn't won a fight since 2014. Before, I mean. He's won. He won two fights in four years. I, don't, I don't even know where I want to see him. Like, yeah, like I said on, on the on the breakdown. Like Let him I, go to Ryzen so he can juice. That's it. Like I had such high hopes for him going into the UFC, and it just never happened. And now we've seen his was Henderson his last fight before Smith. Yeah. So you're looking at two fights in a row where he was dominating. And then he got finished. No, so not Henderson. I'm sorry. Hendricks was the fight before this one. He fought Hendricks. Oh, so then Hand- right. it was. So two of his last three fights, he was dominating in the in the rounds prior before getting finished. I yeah, mean, because he got worked by Neil Magny. And Hendricks just Hendricks him. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I like the guy, but I mean, clearly he's not going to be in the upper echelon. I mean, if he sticks in the UFC, he's going to be doing early fights on the main card of, 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 uh, three cards, or he's going to be on the prelims of pay-per-views. He's not, I don't see him getting the upper echelon anytime soon, if ever. Get him out of there, man. Let him go. (laughs) That's the one kind of nice thing with Bellator now is that you can kind of see guys, on the down and outs, at least get paid now. Or let him go to well, let him go to Ryzen so we can get back on the juice. Like fuck it. Yeah. Why not? All right. Do it. What you got to do? Couple more fights left on the main card. Uh, Gregor Gillespie picked up the submission win over Jason Gonzalez, but you didn't get to see that fight. Yeah, I'll hand that off to you if there's anything you want to break down on that one. Nah, level. I'm good. I'm good. It was a. It was what I expected to happen. Um. Kamaro Usman folded Sergio Moraes in half oh. when he knocked him the fuck out. 
you know, I was um, I was so so happy to see Usman with that performance because as we had talked on on Thursday, we figured it was just going to be the, the the traditional Usman grinded out get the win. So for him to come and and to kind of put a statement win on his resume going forward, I mean, I couldn't ask for anything more because I'm like we said the other night, I'm so high on this kid. I want to see him go, like, just keep on climbing and climbing. And that was, like, the first rung stepped on. Yeah, so I'm for hoping, sure. I'm hoping he can build off this one. I mean, if he has to do, like, the ground and pound in his next fight, but then put out another high performance, do it. Because, like, that was the fight. He needed to put something on, and this was a decent enough uh, card to put it on. So, he looked props to him on that Usman looked really, really good. Really, really good. You know, and it's funny, like, I don't, I don't think I touched on it the other night, but even though his fights have been, like, you know, those decision grappling wins, he always seems to look a little bit more improved. Like, he's just one step away from the performance that we saw on Saturday night or that I saw on Sunday, Monday. Uh, so hopefully... I'm trying this to... This hopefully this is just him continuing to grow to the next level, and well, like maybe may, maybe he needs like that loss also to help him realize his potential. Because sometimes getting a loss early on when you're starting to grow, that loss will help you out. Well, there was um, a I can't think of his name now, and he just fought recently too. But it was it was one of uh, Usman's training partners. Like they trained together at the Black Zillions, and now whatever the Henry Hoof Gym is calling itself. Um, but like he, the the other fighter, God, I'm pissing, I'm pissed off. I can't think of it now, but the other fighter was, is a much more powerful boxer in Camaro is a, a dominating wrestler. So they've been like working with each other and trying to improve the strength of each other's, um, is it, um, Bahad Jaradza? Who would he fight last? Uh, he fought, was it 215? Uh, let me check. No, it was, it wasn't that recent. I don't think, I think it was a little bit. Uh, okay. A little bit farther back. And I can't think of his name now, but I'll think of it by Thursday, I'm sure. Or I'll find it. But so the, yeah, they were talking about how like Kamaro has been helping him with his wrestling and he's been helping Kamaro get better with his boxing when they're training with each other. Oh. I remember you talking about this guy. I think you mentioned it before. Yeah, he's come up for sure. Because, um, like I said, he taught, he fought recently. I think it was, it was back a little while ago because we were still doing the show at Dave's. Okay. The point is moot. I'll, I'll figure it out. But that's where I was trying to go with it, was talking about how that has helped improve Kamaru Usman's striking. And it, and it showed there on was Saturday. It, was it Ozdemir? No. No, no. It no, it wasn't Ozdemir. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to look at some black zillions, and I'm trying to think of who we were talking about, because I remember you saying the name, and I remember you telling me the exact same thing, and it's driving me insane now, because I feel like yeah. me and you at the same time are just going to scream out a name randomly, and people are going to look at us like we're idiots. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. But but yeah, but no, it definitely showed uh, on Saturday night. For like sure. You said, like said, his striking looked so impressive. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's one of those things where, and for lack of a better comparison, you know, the Johnny Hendricks, 
the wrestler who can strike. It's a dangerous thing because you can fake a, a takedown and put a guy in a bad position, or you can fake a strike and get the takedown. So, I mean, for for, for uh, Usman going forward, uh, Usman, sorry, going forward, I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah, I've been high on this kid for a while, and it's great to finally see him you know, get a knockout that he needed because everyone always does. I mean, it's not like he, he doesn't put on boring fights. Like, he grinds it out, but he's dominating well, yeah. when he does it. I mean, you were really the person. Like, you turned me onto him, I'd say, a fight or two ago of his. I think we were breaking them down, and I picked against him. And you really were telling me, like, no, no, trust me, watch this kid. And I watched him and was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was this second fight I think I watched of his that I was really on board. Like, okay, you know what, this kid, I can't, I can't take against him. And that was going to this fight. And this is the first fight where I picked him to win. And I'm I'm so impressed with him. I mean, I mean, and I, obviously I'm a nobody to be impressed with him, obviously. But, I mean, watching him, like, I want to see him just, like I said, keep climbing that ladder, like get that next good fight and keep going. You're not a nobody, Ryan. You're somebody. <laughs> I'm somebody to some people. That's right. You're somebody to me sometimes. Aww. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're somebody to me always. <laughs> oh, in the opening fight of the card, Justin Ledette picked up the decision win over Zhu Anwanu. Uh, and I just, no, I want to say one thing. There was a lot of people talking about a terrible decision in combat sports over the weekend, and I kept my mouth shut. But I'm going to say right now, I fully agree. The Zulu Warrior was completely and utterly robbed. It is not the Zulu Warrior. His nickname is the Eighth Wonder. I swear to God, when I looked him up, I saw Zulu Warrior. That's the only reason I was riding high on him. You saw his name was Zoo, and you just automatically went with Zulu Warrior. You made this all up in your head. I swear I will find it right now. I swear I saw his nickname was the Zulu... He probably changed it when he got into the UFC. Dude, right? his Twitter handle is at Zoo8Dub. Eighth Wonder. Look, I'll find it. I'll find you it you find it. I'm looking at his official UFC page. And I'm sure we can go back and watch him on Dana, or not Dana White looking for a fight, but the, the Contender Series. Because that's where they got this guy from. He lost and got back in. But yeah, this 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 fight was really okay. boring. I pass this on to you if there's anything that you want to talk about because I I didn't see anything of it. So yeah, I mean, Ledette's jab and and left hook looked really good and crisp, and they're I mean they're damaging. They will power you down immensely, but he did very little to follow up with it. He didn't really try to put together any combinations. And in the third round, when Zoo should have been dead to the world, he started trying to make a comeback, and he was landing some shots on Ledet. And I was kind of pulling for the dude to to knock Ledet out because Ledet was getting cocky. And I've kind of grown to like Ledet. I didn't really care for him all that much in the first fight. Well, stop trusting Tapology. Hey, what does it say? Zulu. It Hold on, I haven't even opened it. I haven't even opened it. <laughs> I mean, this is obviously old. I just typed in 
I just typed in Zoo Zulu, and that's what popped up. So give me one. I'll take point zero one of a credit. He probably changed when he was signed on to something bigger. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Or Tapology was wrong. I'm going to go with that. Okay. Well, either way. Ask Keith, ask Keith what it says on the MMA takeover because they're the most trusted source in news in MMA. <laughs> the MMA takeover.com. I wasn't being facetious or try, trying to be a dick to Keith. <laughs> I was, oh, I was no, legitimately no, I, trying to give him a plug. No, I know. I know. I'm not done. I'm just saying, like, I have at least one person said Zulu, and that's who I went with the other night. That's the only reason why I picked him, because I saw, oh, this guy's name is Zulu. I'm going to go with it. That's like, because I had no, I, I was ready to go with Ledette, and I wanted to find anything about uh, Anyewu to have something to say, but when I saw Zulu, I'm like, oh, screw it. I'm not going to have no anything about him. So I'm going to go with his nickname. That's why you never bet with my picks. If he, <laughs> he's even got an, <laughs> he's even got an eight tattooed on him. I'm not doing eighth wonder. I'm just saying, like, like a like, gigantic I'm, eight uh, on his bicep. What's uh, what's Mayweather's nickname? Pretty boy. Used to, yeah. Now it's money. No, it changes over time. No, it will always be pretty boy. I don't care what he not says. Much. I'll always come pretty boy too. But I mean, Mickey Mickey Ward. He was not always Irish. He used to be babyface. Things changed. Shut up, Brian. Just shut up. You were wrong. It's fine. It's <laughs> fine. You were wrong. It's okay. Justin Ledette needs to start being able to put together combinations and put people away because he had opportunities to finish him, and he didn't. And he almost got knocked back out or knocked out himself. It. I don't. I, I don't know if Zoo would have been in any kind of shape. He could have maybe put him out, but. Now, I know uh, going into the, I didn't see this fight, uh, but I will say that Blake was, you know, I, I know Blake has talked to Justin Liddell on his show. Yeah, that's Blake's boy. Yeah. Kyle's so, too. To me, so, I'm, yeah. So, I, I, I definitely want to, I mean, I put, not, I put trust into the guys who I listen to. Right. Because they don't just take bums off the street and interview them, so I definitely do believe that Justin Ledette has a big ceiling I that mean, he can reach. They do so kind of talk I, to bums off the street. They both interviewed this show, so yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> but I want, uh, I want, I, I need to see uh, some more of Justin Ledette personally, not just like see what he can do, but it's how, I want to see him uh against anyone really be, I mean, and this just goes against the or towards my argument for the heavyweight division that we talked about uh in a past show a week or two maybe three weeks ago with the volkov fight with struve the heavyweight division needs these these kids coming up so right i, I definitely want to see more i want to see ledette personally and i want to see what he can do because if he can help the heavyweight division that does nothing but get the ratings climbing and the division back on track in the UFC. For sure. Yeah. So, so that's the main card. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, I was going to say props to Ledette. That was it. Yeah, thing. good for him. There. Good for him for yeah. getting the win, but you could have done more. Should have done more. But, yeah, that's the main card. 
Uh, let's touch on these prelim fights and get the hell out of here. Uh, Olivier Auburn Mercier looked extremely unimpressive, and I was not impressed with his performance. But he no. still picked up the de- the decision win over Tony Martin. Yeah, uh, I just I, I only saw little snippets of this. But yeah, it's okay. We don't. I don't want to talk about it that much. It was a really bad yeah, fight. What I saw wasn't really like the last couple of fights he put on. He just kind of looked a little more timid he... and just trying to get. Just trying to get the win more than trying... Or he tried to avoid the loss more than trying to get the win, I should say. Exactly. He fought not to lose instead of fighting to win. Yeah, and that's just going to hurt him, and I hope that he realizes going forward because I really like uh, uh, Oben Mercier, so I hope that he kind of grows from that performance and puts on something more going ahead. For sure. Daniel Spitz knocked Anthony Hamilton the fuck out. Uriah Hall... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say like I watched that. Uh, that was one of those fights that you watched the whole thing in thirty seconds, and uh, I was gonna message you after I watched it. I was like, "Oh my god! I hope Hamilton retires after that loss because that was he like when he caught him and he fell and then he hit him. I was like, okay, well, why did they knock it? He just kind of threw him to the ground and hit some ground and pound. But when I saw the other angle and the slow motion, you saw that shot hit. And the way that Hamilton's arms drop, I was in the message right away and said, like, Hamilton needs to retire. But as I was typing it, I saw, and at the end of the fight, Hamilton retired. Well, I'm, <laughs> the last couple of fights I've seen him in, at least someone's made a smart decision. With I mean, and no disrespect to Hamilton, but he made a very smart decision because you could clearly see that he was not going to be fighting a top 10 fighter anytime soon. And he was knocked out by a light heavyweight six months ago. So, I mean... Yep. Goodbye. Good on him. Goodbye. Um, Uriah Hall comes back down around after Christoph Jocko punched himself out and knocked Christoph Jocko out impressively. Well, not even punched himself out, but I mean, or come back from the round, but he came back in the second round because he was all over him in that one part before Hall turned it on. Jocko looked like he was about to finish him in that second round before Hall all of a sudden just turned it on and just flatlined him. Yeah. Yeah, Hall had one of his Hall performances. Jocko looked so good early. I really wanted him to get this win. Really, really did. But well, Hall... I, was cheering, I was cheering for Jocko, Jocko um, during that first round, even though I knew the result. I was like, okay, let's like, okay, wow, he's looking good, looking good, looking good, looking good. In the second round, like he swarms them, and it's like, oh wow, well, how does Hall, like, how did Hall finish it? And you see Hall just boom, 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 and walk away. And that, I mean, props to. I mean, I said this the other night, and I've said this a couple other times when when Hall is fought, and I really want to see Ryan Hall climb that ladder again. Like, I really do want to see him succeed. I really do like him, and I really hope that maybe this is finally that fight that springboards him up to that next the that next level. Like, hopefully he can keep on growing, but it's been three years now of back and forth, so I'll, I highly doubt we're going to see it. But he's got to get out. Of, he's got to get out of his own way. It's his head. That's what beats him yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's that's the big one. 
And uh, closing it out, Gilbert Burns picked up the win over Jason Sago. Knocking him out. Nasty. Probably don't fall to you because I did not see any of that. Not much. I mean, <laughs> dude, he, he fucking flatlined him. I thought he was dead. I was watching the really? fight. I was watching the fight with my cousin, and he cracked Sago, and I was like, "He's dead. He's fucking dead. He fucking killed him." I no, think I even came into this that? one. I don't even think I saw the first round. I think I came into this one like into the second, and Burns just put him to sleep. Did you see uh, speaking of flatlining? Did you see the? Uh... I'm going to say this last name so terribly. The uh, Elaine Nalani, uh, his uh, 1FC win the other day, about I, a week ago. I did not. So it's uh, the fastest knockout in uh, in 1FC's heavyweight division. <laughs> I can't think of the cat saying who was fighting. He rushes forward, and, uh, and Lani is kind of like fighting it off, fighting it off, and he hits him. 11 seconds in and just face plants him out cold. Jesus. And I, it was, I mean, the, actually that one FC card actually had a couple good, uh, well, not good highlights. I mean, it was that, that flat line knockout. But then they also had uh, an up kick, which is legal in one FC. Yeah. And so the guy, I can't think of his name. I'm going to kick myself. I don't remember when we were stopped here, but he lends an up kick and the referee jumps in to check on the guy who was kicked and says, you're okay. And the guy who was upkicked ends up rebounding and winning the fight. When meanwhile, the guy that had upkicked had every right to upkick him and then get into position to do whatever he wanted to do. Referee had called a timeout and completely took all the momentum away from the guy. Just pissed it. Because he didn't know the rules because he, he doesn't know the difference between 1FC and UFC and Bellator and, you know, uh, Fight League and all that kind of stuff. So, but, but yeah, like that 1FC, uh, Check out one of C listeners. Like, go out and check out some uh, some legitimate, quote unquote, clean uh, martial arts out of uh, out of Asia. Yeah, Rich Franklin involved in the company. Mark Henry also involved in the company. No, not Mark Henry. I'm sorry, Matt Hume. No, Matt uh, Hume. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Hume. It's Mighty Mouse's trainer. Yeah. I don't know so why. Yeah, no, no, Hume. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's the uh, that's the breakdown for the week. Um, we took care of that. Yeah. Move forward now and get ready for the Friday night, Saturday morning card because it's in Japan this weekend, right? It's like a yeah. weird time zone thing. Um, I think it's Friday night. It's being shown. Um, so I think Saturday night in Japan is Friday night in North America, right? Um, not sure, old- actually, because um, a lot of times, the like when they when um, Ryzen was doing their their Grand Prix tournament over last year during New Year's Eve or whatever, like, that shit was starting at, like, 1 or 2 in the morning. Like, live stream. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, but, I mean, UFC, though, they've kind of turned around and tried to do, like, 
Sweden cards at like what, like ten in the morning in U.S. Though, so I mean, like they're I mean, like they're trying to do they're trying to like yeah. Incorporate. But I'm just saying, I don't know what time it would be in Japan. I'm just I just know that when Ryzen oh, when Ryzen was doing their live stream of the Grand Prix, it started oh, at like two o'clock in the morning here because I watched I started watching the finals after the Rousey um, Man of Nunes pay per view last year on New Year's. Oh yes, all right. Yeah, so this one here it does have it for the twenty third, which is Saturday, but it's in Japan, so I don't know if they're gonna where it's gonna fall. Then it's starting at it's starting at ten p.m. on uh, FXX, I believe. This is a sneaky good card coming up, eh? Yeah, I mean we're gonna get into it on Thursday, so let's save it for that. But yeah, there's yeah. Oh, a, no, that's a pretty good yeah, card. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. miss. I'm gonna have to watch it on Saturday because I'll be driving back from uh, fucking Illinois when it starts. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you mentioned that before. Yeah, I'm four and a half hours away. I'm playing Friday night, but it's a pretty sweet place. It's all right. It's well, it's it's kind of, one of those cards that like it's worth the wait because like there's some names on there and that kind of stuff that uh, you can't wait to see. I'll get home in time to watch the. I'll be home by the time the main event probably okay. gets over, give or take. Uh, do you have any little tiny thoughts on uh, Canelo Triple G? Do you see any of it? Do you know anything? Nope. To, uh, I know. I know that there was a controversy, and what the fucks her face fucked up as a judge, and it went to a draw. Yeah, Adelaide Bird screwed up. Like I've heard she's, both. She's, I've heard both sides argue who won. Yeah, I mean, the way that I look at it is that when you have Triple G winning 115-113, and then you have a drop 114-114, how do you have that outlier at 118-110? That's the one. If you think that Canelo won 115-113, I'm fine with that. It's that when you get to the – it's when you make it – so incredulous. Uh, that's where you gotta be like, no, like that's. And I'm so happy that the uh, I can't even his name, but the, uh, the the head of the Nevada State Athletic Commission has said he's not going to be booking her for boxing fights. I think that's a. Uh, I mean, he's not suspending her, not fining her, just not going to put her on fights. Yeah, and but is she be- going to be doing the main event at 116 or 216? 100. I mean, uh, I mean. Obviously, that comes down to Dana White. Or, no, actually, because no, that would be it doesn't. The it comes State. down to the, the Nevada State Athletic Commission. So, I mean, if they're not going to, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Dana White could maybe put in an argument that's saying, like, I don't know. They, don't, I mean, get a, they a, don't get a say, though. This is a conversation we can obviously have, like, closer to the to, to the fight. But, I mean. Well, fuck it. Let's have it now. I mean, I don't want because I mean, who knows what's going to happen going forward? Like, are they going to say that she can't? Should they're going to take away from judging period for a couple of weeks, couple of months, or are they going to? Because right now it's just boxing, but we right. don't know what's going. And we don't know what's going to happen as as that UFC card comes. Uh, well, that, that UFC card isn't that far away, man. It's like but, two I mean, weeks. But there's still a chance that Dana White could fight the, the NSAC and say, "Look, if she's not doing boxing, we don't want her doing because it, I." Think, and I might be but wrong, I don't I think... think Dana White gets a say in shit because otherwise there'd be a lot of judges that wouldn't be back at UFC fights. Well, yeah, definitely, but but I mean, if you were to say 
he could actually put the argument in at this point where now you're saying she's not welcome to judge boxing for a little bit. Let's just say like she can't judge this. Too. Like, he could actually like plant the fact and just say like she's been put on. I mean, for lack of a better term, she's been suspended. Let's just suspend her from all. I mean, he could plant at least. He has an argument that, I mean, it might have no say, but he has an argument that could go forward. I don't know what's going to happen, but, I mean, Adelaide Bird put in, I, I, I got to say I'm wrong, but I think she had the, a terrible scorecard in Pacquiao Bradley won. I want to say that she had Bradley winning when Pacquiao had, had, should have won. Um but I mean, just the fact that you had, and I said to Kara, if I told you that it was 115, 113, and 114, 114, and 118, 110, what would you say is the is the score that shouldn't count? And she had no idea what I was talking about. She goes, well, I don't know, 118, 110 just sounds stupid. If you say those other numbers are, because they're closer. I mean, my wife doesn't watch boxing. And she, I mean, I, did, I had to kind of talk it over with her a little bit before she understood, but when you're talking to someone who doesn't know any kind of scoring that can say that, how can two people see it so closely and one person sees it as a clear-cut, no contest, this guy picked them apart, that person just should lose their license. They should be suspended. They should have like, anything happen. Not just, uh, I'm not going to, you're going to have a temporary leave of absence. I agree wholeheartedly. She shouldn't be judging, period. But I think she's I think she's had some fights, uh, some cards in the UFC where I was talking to people and I mean, this goes back four years ish, maybe longer. But I, I could swear I remember talking to someone and they heard Adelaide Bird and their first comment was, well, I hope this one ends in a stoppage or else so and so is going to be screwed. And I can't think of the fight. I want to say it was like a son and, and Silva, but I just remember when Adelaide Bird's name was said, the person was really upset that they were on the card. So, I don't know. I mean, the worst part is that both, I mean, I, not both guys. I think Canelo said he has no interest in the rematch. That fight was awesome. I, I, I did finally get to see it earlier today. Uh, I'm biased. I was going for Triple G. I think Triple G won. But neither here nor there. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like the fans were rubbed with that draw because of that bad judging. Like, if you had put it as 115, 113 Canelo, like I said, and it's a draw, I'm fine with that. But to have it so skewed that way, it's just, it just, it just hurts judging in, in, in martial arts in general because boxing, fighting, uh, MMA, UFC, Bellator, they're all now going to be, every time you hear Adelaide Bird's name, it's going to be that, oh, well, here's this person that's, it can be easily bought. Yeah, I didn't have any desire to see the fight. I mean, I don't really care about boxing, as I've said many times. It's right. just not yeah. my thing. Mayweather, the you know, the Mayweather-McGregor fight and Mayweather-Pacquiao were like the last two fights that I watched. And I think the last boxing fight before that, like big fight that I watched was Mayweather and... I know for sure Mayweather and um, De La Hoya, but 
I, I don't know anything. I can't well, do it. Back to like the early 2000s, late 90s kind of eras. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe there was like one other Mayweather fight that I watched, but like outside of that, just, like, uh, like Madonna or uh, Rita no, Guerrero. maybe. What about the Canelo fight? The nope. The one? No, he didn't. No. no, I didn't watch him in Alvarez. I, I just, I don't, I just don't really like boxing. I just don't care for it. It's not my thing. Hey, I, I get it. Like, I mean, like, like we we talked about it a couple weeks ago, like. I really want to try and get more into, like, I love watching jujitsu now that I, well, now that I can see it a little bit more, but I don't get a lot of wrestling shown on TV here, so it's hard for me to find it, but I'm hoping that when the U.S. collegiate uh, finals start coming up, I'm hoping that I can catch some and me and you can, uh, can wrap on some of that stuff and you can educate me on some of these names and that, because I really want to try and get back into, like, other amateur MMA kind of, uh, like, a game that kind of stuff yeah well like i told you just get your familiarize yourself with kyle snyder because he is going to be an mma that's champion right. yeah, one day. Right. yeah i remember you said the other night that's what we were talking on saturday or sunday that's right you said that yeah i've said it on the show before too kyle snyder is a fucking beast two-time national champion and a gold medalist he's still got a year of college eligibility left where is he out of ohio uh, osu ohio state university Okay. Okay. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a Big Ten boy. Oh yeah. So, I'll, so I can. De- I'll definitely be able to find his uh, his matches. Then come. Uh, was it? Is, is it the spring or is it late winter when they do their championship? Late winter, early spring. It's like that. It's mid second week of March. Usually second or okay. third week of March. Is a big. Okay, that. We'll talk about that when the time comes. I'm sure. For sure, I'm probably gonna be there. So. I'm I'm oh, nice. I'm trying to go to nationals this year. They're in Cleveland, so. Oh sweet! Yeah, I missed my opportunity. They were in Michigan in 2005, and I didn't go. And I've been kicking myself in the ass ever since because they're generally they're usually in like St. Louis. Um, they've been in St. Louis quite a few times, uh, and then two years ago they were at Madison Square Garden. I really wanted to go to that, but didn't. So I'm taking the opportunity when they're going to be in Cleveland to go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, and that's, you've said before, like, I mean, it's a drive, but it's not. Nah, five hours ain't shit. No, and especially when it's something that, like, it's something that means something. It's something you want to see. It's not yeah. like you're driving. No, you're driving 18 hours to see the Grand Canyon and then driving 18 hours home or, you know, I mean, something right. like that, like, you're you're driving a short distance to see something that means something to you, yeah. and you're going to be fully involved in. So that's awesome. I went that's that close this year. I went to the um, the Big Tens in 2011. I think it was. I think okay. it was. I think it was 2011. I went down. They were at Northwestern, and uh, me and a buddy drove down there and stayed there. And, and shit, it was like a two day tournament, but it was fucking awesome awesome nice. like the entire gym just filled with mats it was like 250 matches that went on in two days jesus eh yeah so is it like uh one of those situations where you have like you know 10 11 12 matches going on at one point yeah uh, not for the big tens for nationals and stuff you will um okay because they have i think it's like six well you have six six eight it's like eight to twelve mats, I think, out for nationals, 
and then I think it was like eight, six or eight for the Big Tens. But you'll always you'll just have it's just tons of matches going on all at the same time. So you're either just you know focusing on one or trying to watch them all or whatever, just like figuring out what wrestlers you want to see. It's some crazy shit though. It's a good time. I'm looking nice. forward to I'm looking forward to nationals. Should definitely be fun then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What do you say, man? Let's uh, let's get the fuck out of here. Sounds good, my man. All right, let me cue up the music, and uh, we will be back for our regular Thursday episode, uh, where we're gonna break down the UFC. This uh, is it Okami? Okami in Saint Peru, coming up from uh, Satayama, Japan, on Thursday or this weekend on Friday. But we'll be breaking it down Thursday night. Uh, for Ryan, I'm Jeff, and we'll talk to you guys later.